0: Hello and welcome to The Pulse. In today's show, how a limited protest against construction in a municipal park turned into nationwide unrest in Turkey. And in a month where we've seen a vigil for the victims of the June 4th crackdown and are about to see the annual July 1st march, we report on how some teachers are trying to increase the historical, political and civic knowledge of their students. First, though, whistleblower Edward Snowden has revealed the extent of US surveillance on, well, everybody. The response was predictable, certainly in America, including allegations that he was a Chinese spy. Snowden's future remains uncertain right now, although there is talk about him considering Iceland as a haven. But his disclosures have raised serious questions about whether those of us who use the Internet should have any expectations about privacy and who might be snooping on us.
1: I, sitting at my desk, uh, certainly had the authorities to, to wiretap anyone from you or your accountant to a federal judge to even the president if I had a personal email.
2: One of the main targets in Hong Kong, according to Edward Snowden, was or is the Hong Kong Internet Exchange on the Chinese University campus. The exchange plays a role in connecting most of the city's Internet users to the global Internet and serves close to 200 public and private organizations in Hong Kong and overseas. These users include government departments, as well as Google, Yahoo and Facebook, together with local fixed-line telecommunications and mobile broadband service providers. The exchange also provides connections between the campus network and mainland and overseas research institutions, including the Chinese Science and Technology Network under the Chinese Academy of Sciences. The revelation shocked many users in Hong Kong and abroad, The Exchange says it has not detected any hacking in its network and that all is running smoothly.
0: So it actually depends where they're looking. If they're only looking at the software, then perhaps not, because if if I understand correctly, the the problem may actually be baked into the hardware, it may be in the chips themselves.
3: 可否向全香港的市民政府級數的去防止入侵
2: some computer experts say that if the United States government does have access, it may be obtaining it through secret backdoors installed in the main router chips or other hardware. Such backdoors are far from rare, being additional undocumented features deliberately built into chips. They are mostly used by chip manufacturers for maintenance, but they can also allow those with the key to secure illegal local or remote access to computers or networks. Edward Snowden's revelation suggests that the United States government has obtained access codes to these backdoors from the U.S. hardware manufacturers. Few would claim that the United States is the only country carrying out cyber spying. In the recent summit meeting between Chinese President Xi Jinping and his US counterpart Barack Obama, little seems to have been agreed on the issues of cybersecurity. President Obama wants China to agree to norms of behavior in cyberspace, but progress has been slow. Ironically, perhaps, given recent events, he has also said that hacking is a theft of U.S. property and could create difficult problems in economic relationships between the countries.
1: The the deep concerns we have as a government around theft of intellectual property uh, or hacking into systems that might disrupt those systems, whether it's our financial systems, our critical infrastructure, uh, and so forth, versus some of the issues that have been raised uh, around uh, NSA program, how pr- the private sector deals with potential theft, uh, and how the federal government, state governments, local governments, and private sector coordinate uh, to keep out some of these uh, malicious forces while still preserving the openness uh, and the incredible power of uh, the internet and the web and these new telecommunication systems, uh, that's uh, a, a complicated and important piece of business, but it's different from these issues of theft and hacking.
2: Xi claimed China had no responsibility for recent hacking attacks on U.S. networks that the Americans say they tracked back to China. Some argue that Edward Snowden's disclosures show the U.S. is hypocritical and guilty of double standards. The U.S. defense is that its hacking is largely focused on collecting information that protects national security.
1: There is a hacking industry because there are people, uh, usually in some rock countries, even Russia and so on, you know, they would have, uh, make it a business. You know, they give you all the tools that you can just pay them uh, some money and then you can buy those tools and use them to hack other people. Or uh, over the internet, e-commerce for hacking.
0: Hacking has changed in its nature quite dramatically over the last decade. Um, Previously, when when we were first dealing with hackers, it was about bragging rights, you know, people wanted to sort of hack your system, delete your hard drives and go, ha, 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 you know, I've got you. It was very juvenile, a bit like people spraying graffiti on a wall, really pointless, uh, other than, you know, it made them feel better in some strange way. But these days, it's more about making money. It's about organised crime. It's about politics, where people are protesting things that they don't believe in. Um, it, it's become a lot more complicated. When you talk about malware, uh, viruses, and
3: things like that, um, they are really in a in an aim to <clears throat> to be coexist, you know, in with their host per se. You know, this. Because you know, um, they have t- if they if the operation of the malware um, affects the use of the the victim's computer or affects the use of uh, or the, the, the the operation of, of their of their host, um, they when they find out they they will do things to to remove the malware. So they lost, you know, a a, a, uh, a robot, or they lost a a. Um, computer that they could, could, you know, um, use.
2: In recent days, technology giants Apple, Facebook and Microsoft have all, after obtaining government permission, (coughs) revealed broad stroke details of U.S. government surveillance requests. This does not include details of how close the surveillance has been on individuals and companies. And some That's feel that, that by, by going along with government requests and not informing the public, these companies have breached their customers' trusts.
0: So and it'll be very hard for these companies to try and reestablish their trust because, as I understand it, in the nature of spying, it's also in the nature to lie. So, how can you actually believe what these, what these entities are saying? What you can do, ultimately, if you're so inclined, is to look at the code or look at the, the software itself, if you have access to it. And I think with the, with the access to open source software, you can actually see what is actually running on your machine. Welcome back. The standing man performance artist Erdem Gunduz has become the latest symbol in the protests that have rocked Turkey for four weeks now. Mr Gunduz stood silently in protest in Taksim Square for eight hours on Monday. Others are following suit. It's the latest strategy in a campaign that's shown remarkable inventiveness by protesters and remarkable (laughs) ham-handedness on the part of the authorities in dealing with them. Well, with us in the studio is Camilia Larici, formerly a journalist in the region and a news desk editor in Beirut. I I mean, we've just said in the introduction that the authorities have been rather ham-handed in dealing with this, but isn't it the fact that despite all of this, the Prime Minister remains very popular in Turkey?
4: I think it's very important to bear in mind that despite all this uh, protest uh, across the country, As you mentioned, Erdogan is very popular. There was a survey that was recently published in one of the main uh, English newspaper that uh, polled about 2,000 people demonstrating protesters. And it shows that Erdogan is still very popular and Turkish people, whether they're protesters or not, are still in favor of Erdogan. Uh, we should bear in mind that there there is no strong opposition. Erdogan still has a strong base and and he has succeeded in gathering a lot of people uh, these past few days in order to um, show his strength uh, to opponents uh, to the government. The most important, the largest demonstrations took place in uh, Istanbul. Uh, and around 100,000 people were reported demonstrating there. There was another demonstration, a two-day strike, during which uh, trade unions joined the protesters, uh, and they, uh, reported repre- they said that they were re- representing more than 300,000 workers. So these were the two, main, uh, the two biggest uh, demonstrations in Istanbul and Ankara.
0: I mean, it, it, it does look, though, as though the government is now also mobilizing its own supporters and there will be some kind of backlash against these protests.
4: Well, uh, clearly there will be backlash and the events are still unfolding, but what is very interesting to uh, notice, as you mentioned, uh, the, you mentioned the example of this uh, silent man, is that now the the protests move from violent anti-government demonstrations to more creative, more sophisticated forms of uh, resistance. In Gezi Park, which is where uh, it all started and where uh, protesters have been demonstrating against the government, uh, now people are... Uh, gathering and uh, holding uh, holding forums in order to discuss what type of democracy uh, they want and how to um, continue resisting against the government beyond the occupation of Gezi Park. Uh, You have also other forms of uh, protest and uh, resistance. You have people lining up their shoes on the floor in order to commemorate the people who have been wounded in clashes with the police. Uh, you also have people uh, drawing penguins on walls and on t shirt in reference to this uh, TV channel who decided that decided to broadcast a show on penguins rather than cover the protest at the
0: outbreak. Is this also a, a manifestation of if you like secularism versus islamical orthodoxy which the new government seems to be identified with?
4: Uh, I don't think I would describe uh, the protest as uh, Secular, secular, secular uh, protesters versus an Islamic government. I think that would be a little too simplistic, although the government has uh, voted prohibitive laws uh, that the protesters are actually blaming. Um, I think what the protesters are really blaming the government for is the creeping encroachment on uh, civil and political liberties of Turkish citizens. Um, In the past, in the recent uh, years, the government has been passing laws such as, actually the most recent one was on 24 uh, May when the parliament decided to vote a law to prohibit the sales, uh, the advertising of alcohol and limit the sales of alcohol. This is just one of the laws, but for example, uh, the prime minister has been exhorting Turkish women to have more than three children, uh, the government has been warning people from public display of affections uh, like kissing or holding hands. So I think all these laws which uh, really impede, uh, hinders people's uh, personal freedoms are what the protesters are, um, are really uh, fighting against. There's also another uh, aspect is that there have been a very heavy uh, crackdown on the media. So, in the end, the street is the only way for the protesters to express, to voice their discontent of the government. Um, so, if you look at the, the local media and their coverage of the protest, it took them a few days before actually covering uh, the protest. The government has some businesses with media owners, which is why the coverage of any type but of news new
0: media, of course, gets all this information out, doesn't absolutely, it?
4: Absolutely, and it's mm-hmm. very helpful to look at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and other type of uh, social media. The silent man that you mentioned uh, inspired hundreds of other Turkish people because um, he was, uh, his, um, his form of uh, resistance went viral on social networks. And this is why it gains momentum.
0: Well, let's see what happens. Thank you very much indeed.
4: Thank you. The
0: June 4th candlelight vigil in Victoria Park may have had to cope with rain and thunder this year, but that did little to counter public determination to commemorate victims of the Tiananmen Square crackdown. But as time passes, the younger generation doesn't have quite the same connection as the older generations. It's a topic that some schools still choose to duck, but some teachers are determined to inform the young about their history.
5: To the anniversary of the June 4th, 1989 Tiananmen Square Crackdown, secondary school students attended a camp organised to increase their awareness of the events leading up to the incident. It's the third year the camp has been held, and this year there were around 40 fewer participants than for the previous camp. Many of those here say they've come because schools don't tell them much about the topic.
3: 其實我覺得非常不足夠
5: some of the students do say that teachers have mentioned the June the 4th incident in school assemblies and talks, but schools do vary widely in their
1: stance.
3: 我也有時都會覺得他們會不會激進了一些
4: 絕食真的要想想真的要想
5: Secondary school teacher Mr. Lee says there isn't much opportunity to teach the history of June the 4th in classes, and textbooks vary in the amount of coverage they give the topic.
3: (音) 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 其他书比这个情况只有更差 Mr. Li
5: also says that the liberal studies subject is rather restrictive, despite its module on modern China. The curriculum set by the Education Bureau is vague and focuses more on China's economic reforms and opening up.
3: (音) (音) While
5: there may not be much discussion of June the 4th in the classroom, students can join activities outside the schools to supplement their knowledge and increase their historic and civil awareness.
4: 聽譚出來
0: And that's it, I'm afraid, for The Pulse for this week. We'll see you at the same time next week. Until then, goodbye.